Welcome to Book Sniffers, episode 15 or something like that, somewhere in there. I'm Nick. I'm Lindsay. Lindsay's eating a bagel with ham and cheese on it. I just had two Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. We're ready to go. What'd you sniff? (laughs) She takes a big bite. I'm going to say that, because I didn't actually sniff a book, I don't have any books in front of me right now, which is weird, but I sniffed The Guest by Emma Klein. I'm so sorry. I sniffed Final Girls by Riley Sager. See, what happened here is we realized it's Thursday. We got to get an episode out today or it's not going to happen this week. Lindsay's been crushing work downstairs. And then we were like, oh, my God, we got to pick up the kids soon. Let's get an episode in. We've got like an hour and a half. And you hadn't eaten lunch yet. So now you're just crushing a bagel and we're making it I'm so sorry. It's so rude. Um, Rude to who? I don't know what We do this for free, bro. But I just, <laughs> I don't know what sounds are picking up, and I'm trying to be very discreet. <laughs> I feel like you should lean into it and just be super gross. Uh, no, that's your, that's your thing. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is an exciting one for me because I think I've finished three books since our last episode. That's never happened. Well, How about yeah. you? Nope. Zero. <laughs> zero? That's crazy for you. I feel like this is the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, I don't think I finished anything. I have to... Did you DNF a lot of stuff? No, I'm just still reading books. <laughs> what? But you didn't finish anything. I didn't finish. But I'm are still, you reading I'm... multiple? Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. Okay. All right. Um, Makes sense. What did I finish? So you didn't I'm finish so one. far. No, I didn't. Okay. I'm so far behind on my reading goal. It's so discouraging when I go into my, like, Goodreads or my story graph and it's like, you're 26 books behind schedule. (laughs) (laughs) You've still, you know what, though? October, November, and December, for me anyways, are, like, the prime reading months, so you Mm -hmm. could could still get there. Like, I'm already noticing, as I just mentioned, finished three books since the last episode. It's kind of like, I'm feeling, I'm just feeling in the mood to read. I feel like in the dead of summer, when it's, like, 40 degrees outside, it's kind of a little harder to, for me anyways, to get into reading mode you know because you're just looking outside and you're like even at night you're like oh it's just be nice to just go outside (laughs) well it's like cozy like right now we basically like the last two nights we've watched scary movies or Mm -hmm. a scary movie and then we go upstairs and we both read and it's like cozy. i love it it's my favorite yeah it's my favorite um so i guess should i just get into here let me pull up our schedule here so that we can uh what did we sniff? Done. Wait, wait. What did you sniff? I said Final Girls by oh, Riley yeah, Sager. Said, you did say that. Okay, so the books that I have read, I think in the last episode I was in the middle of reading The Exorcist, and I have since finished that one. I finished, um, what did I read after that? It. Uh, no, no, no. That's Fault in Our Stars. Mm, what am I forgetting? You said three books. Those are three books. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, The Cabin at the End of the World, Fault in Our Stars um, are the books. Why are you shaking your head? You finished The Cabin this month, October. Since our last episode. Oh. Guys, she's I, like I said, she's been working hard. Give her a break. Okay. She's <laughs> still, her face is half bagel. <laughs> okay. You're confusing me. <laughs> So I finished The Cabin at the End of the World, The Fault in Our Stars, and The Exorcist. I'm currently reading The Guest by Emma Klein. And you never do this, which um, 
is why I didn't like I was so intrigued to start reading it. You finished the book and were immediately like, you need to read this because I just want to know what you think about it. And you finish a lot of books and just kind of put them to the side and I never hear about them. But well, this one you were like, I want to know what you think. This I feel like this book. And we can't really get too into it because I've only finished the first chapter. But you, you can't even really say all that much about the actual book. And then the way that it ends, you kind of like, I had to pick my jaw up off the floor. And then I was kind of in this like state of, what did I just read? What just happened? Mm-hmm. What is even going on? You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Um, I'm already kind of getting that vibe from it. I'm like, what is exactly like... What is this? I'm really interested. Um, it's I will it's say, cool. It's not a very long book. No, it's it's not too bad. But it's almost kind of very much like hidden gems, where it's like anxiety inducing because it just oh yeah snowballs. Like every chapter, it just snowballs and snowballs, and then you're just like, I Ooh. need I need like a I need a, to take a breath. Like Ooh, I need I'm a excited. break. Okay, I'm excited. I know Quanapin was already mentioned, so I'm uh, I'm invested. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting. But uh, back to the books that I did finish. The Exorcist was incredible. I've mentioned it a few times on the socials, but you know, if you're a fan of The Exorcist, that you know the movie, um, the book is like they did a really good adaptation way back when when they when they did do it. I mean, the movie is pretty. You're pretty much reading the book. There's just a bunch of extra stuff in the mo- in the, in the book, which like is cool. That. Yeah, it it's got the same vibe. I got the same feels. It was just really. Uh, really great i really enjoyed it and it's a perfect time of month to read it if you're into scary stuff because the thing i like so much about the movie is it's not like in your face you know don't you mean spooky stuff spooky season but the thing i like about the movie is it's not like like jump scares like rah like like every horror movie these days is just very like very in your face trying to scare you whereas Mm. the exorcist it's so subtle and you know you just kind of it's it's you just watch what's happening and just the and like the atmosphere is is scary you know it's not like <clears throat> I'll know what you're talking about on Tuesday. Oh yeah, we're going to see the Exorcist in thirty five millimeter on Tuesday. Cannot wait. What was that? Nothing. <laughs> Anyways, book was incredible. Um, I'm excited for for you to to see the movie. I'm so excited that we get to see it in the theater, so we have to actually like. Should I read the book before we go? Ooh. Yeah. Would you? Is there an audiobook? There is. And it's read by the author. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Who is still alive. Were you expecting them to be deceased? I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect. I mean, <laughs> the, the, the book is from the early 70s, so, you know, I just wasn't sure. Mm. You know. Is there like a mysterious death of the author or something? Yeah, I get it. I think there were some mysterious deaths on the set of the movie, but I can't really tell you what they were. Because you don't remember? You don't want to like... I just can't remember. Oh. Yeah. Well, maybe... Maybe... Do you have the audiobook? I can't remember. Okay. But I remember someone was like, you got to check out the audiobook because William Peter Blatty reads it and so i was like oh i just want to get a little hint of this and uh it's great his voice is actually perfect i would say for 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 that style of book you know you check in libby yeah is it on there 
What's the wait time? 12 weeks. 12 weeks. Man, you know what? Libby got so popular, didn't it? Yeah. Now, like, I feel like when I first found Libby, not everything was available, but sometimes it would be like a one to two week wait. Now, you know, every single book is 12 weeks out. You already have it. It is on there? No, you have it in Audible, you dingus. There you go. You're set. Because so, somebody keeps stealing my Audible credits. Every time I go to Audible, because I'm like, mm, I'm on, I have, I need a new book to listen to while I'm working. <laughs> it's like zero credits. I'm like, oh. Sorry. You know what happens is I, I'm reading and then I'm like, oh, you know what? I really got to go do the dishes. And so I'm like, I will. It's so bad financially, but I'll buy a book on audiobook just to listen to it for a chapter. <laughs> just so I can like get a chapter in while I'm doing the dishes. Yeah. I Blasphemy. Know. I know. It's stupid. Anyways, um, what's up? Well, that's really exciting. What else did you read? I don't know. Tell you... tell tell me about the the one that you bought the other day and then read the cabin at the end of the world. The cabin at the end of the world was really great. Um, not like my favorite book ever, um, but it was it was it was interesting. I, I I was definitely definitely hooked from the get go. Like it was. Um, kind of it's just like it's a kind of a full-out mystery book it's not really horror yeah um, i think it, it was in the horror section i wouldn't really call it horror it's more mystery um like suspense mystery suspense thriller. the whole time you're kind of just like what what is happening here is this real you know i will say though that sometimes thriller or suspense movies mm-hmm. are more scary than like horror movies because like you said like some horror movies tend to go a little bit campy yeah which i love but and, like gory Campy's fine. Um, yeah, I want to see the movie. I've heard that the movie, they've changed quite a bit of stuff in it, and uh, not for the better, as mm. is usually the case. So yep. I'd like to see how they ended it, because I want to say the movie ending is different from the book ending. Ooh. And so I'm curious if maybe the movie has some more like answers, or... That's I'm a, not really sure. That's a pretty big creative liberty to take, to like just change the ending. Yeah, I feel like that happens a lot with books, but... You know, even The Fault in Our Stars, I was thinking about it. And, uh, you know, the book ends with this beautiful thing that's, uh, um, oh my god. Is this a spoiler? Oh, yeah, never mind. Never. Oh, shoot, yeah, never mind. Never mind, sorry. We're tr- I'm trying to get better at not spoiling things. Never mind. I mean, it is a very just to, just to older, say, it's an older book, but yeah. I'm just going to say that the book ending is different from the movie ending. That's all I'm going to say. Do you even remember the movie? I, I, I uh, watched a bit of it uh, yesterday up here. <laughs> well, because I, I just... I would have watched it with you. Oh. We could have held each other and cried. Aw. I love that book, man. I sobbed in the movie theater watching that. And I, I knew... sobbed reading the book. I knew what was going to happen because I had read the book before you took me to the movie. Yeah. And then I remember sitting there and having to, like... I was holding my breath because... I knew that I was going to, like, ugly cry. Yeah. And at one point, you grabbed my arm and you were like, are you okay? And I was like, it's just so sad. It's weird. I have, like, almost no memory of that. Like, when you were like, remember the movie? I was like, no. Yeah, we saw it in the theaters because I read the book and I absolutely loved it. But it was, like, ten years ago, right? It's a very long time ago. Yeah. Weird. We're so old. It's like Rat Race. I remember I saw Rat Race in the theaters, but I have no memory of seeing that in the theaters. Wow, you are really old. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, anyways. Yeah, uh, it was 2014. It was the year oh, yeah. It was the year after we got married. 
Oh my god. Wow, we're old. Okay. Together 10 years, ladies and gents. Technically 13. Married 10 years is what I meant to say. Yeah. Technicals. So fun. Okay. Well, the book made me very upset. It was like... I didn't even witness these emotions from you. I, I was feel like I've been your... robbed. Oh, God. I, this, this man here is... I love him. But you tend to not show a lot of emotion. So the entire time you were reading it in bed, I was I just kept looking over at you like, is it at the part yet? And then I guess I missed Well, here's the thing. The emotion. The first two hundred or so pages are not sad. No. They're sad parts, but like the last one hundred pages where or where it really hits you and I read that full last half just sitting up here. And uh, oh my god, my face was doing the stupidest movements. Like I couldn't even fix it. It was just like there's this part okay 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 this isn't a spoiler but there's a part in that back 100 pages where the author that she's trying to connect with says something and it's actually what he says that i think got me the most of the whole thing and it's because i have kids it's because i have kids i i almost had to put put the book down yeah at, the, at that at that two paragraph it, point think... in the book i was honestly dev i was like dev i'm not trying to be dramatic but i was like like I was choking up, I was fully choking up. I could not. Uh... It's really like you could like really go very deep with it because I think when I read it when the book first came out, I was like, these are just kids, yeah, and that's like really heartbreaking. And I'm like, they're so young and they have their lives ahead of them. And then I think reading it now as a parent, I would have like a totally different perspective oh, yeah. of the characters. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So. Um, we have a question here mm. from our uh, from uh, Instagram, and I don't know if I I don't know if I know the answer. So maybe you would know. Do we have a joint favorite book, a book that we can't stop talking about together? I don't know. I read that question like five minutes ago, and I've been trying to think <laughs> while I'm talking, and I I can't think of anything. I don't know. I feel like there could be. I feel like there's books that I absolutely love that I know that you would love that I want you to read. Like, yeah. for example, High Fidelity. I'm going to read that. I almost bought that the other day and you were like, I've got copies. <laughs> <laughs> I've, well, I bought, so I have two copies because my Plural. first copy has been read so many times that it's like basically falling apart. Yeah. And it's like annotated. And then I have a second copy that I bought from a secondhand store, which is the copy that you were going to buy. Right. But I bought it for like six bucks way back when. Crazy. I cannot wait to read that. I love that movie. I'm so glad you introduced it to me because that was never in my wheelhouse growing up. I never had seen that movie or really even heard about it. And then you were like, this is my favorite thing of all time. And, yeah. Uh, the no. movie, this is, that's a good example of one like The Exorcist. The only biggest creative liberty that they took was the book is British. So oh. it takes place over Weird. in England. I know, but I would not have guessed that. But the movie, they Americanized it. Crazy. I don't think that's a word that I made a word. Is it kind of just like, in, they're not, instead of like tea, they're drinking coffee? No, they still in, go to Instead pubs. of listening to like, you know, no, everything, ACDC, every, they're listening to literally, Oasis. Everything else is literally the exact same. Instead ACDC is Australian, that doesn't make sense. Instead of actors with British accents, they had... Jack Black, John Cusack, and the guy that plays Bill. Oh, okay, cool. I can't wait to read it. But, like, can you think of anything? Like, uh, like I was going to say, like, the, like, 
Court of Thorns and Roses, just because, like, that was one of the first books I read, and I kind of only started reading it because I wanted to impress you. Like, I I was at one of those moments where I knew you were sitting on the couch downstairs, the kids were in bed, it's like, I'm going to walk down with this book in my hands. Well, I remember vividly, because I bought, I went out and I bought the box sets, I bought two because they were on sale, so I bought one for you and one for me, and I was like, one day we are going to read these together, and then I came downstairs, and you were sitting on the couch reading it, and I was basically like, what the fuck, I thought we were going to do this together. Yeah. Yeah. Really, it worked out in my favor, I'd say. Well, we ended up reading the first three, to basically together. Yeah, pretty much. And then you read this the small one, like the little novella, the frosty one. Yeah. And now I'm just waiting, anticipating. A for... quart of silver flames. the The thing is, my babe, I don't know. I don't know when I'm gonna but get to like it. But it's like the most. I know, but spiciest one ever, and it's Nesta and Cassian. I know. There's just so many. Other but it's things. Cassian. <laughs> I know. Come on. That's actually it's a tough sell because I don't like Nesta that much. Oh, but I I hated her until I read this book, and then I was like Team Nesta, and I was like Yes, Nesta, yes. You brought four peanut butter cups up here. I have already eaten my half. You gonna dive in? No. You're saving them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I see you eyeing them though, so I'm gonna. She just took them off the table and put them in her pocket. <laughs> I'm not gonna steal them. I was just curious. Uh, you're not. You've yeah. never done that before. <laughs> okay, outside of um, outside of the, that one, can you think of anything? I, I honestly can't. I'm drawn. No, because I feel like mm, well, no, that wouldn't work. I mean, may, maybe Tessa Bailey. Like we both really like Tessa Bailey. That was an experience. We went to go meet her together. We yeah. have like a bit of a Tessa Bailey connection, but I've only read two of her books. I love um, Tessa. She just got a love. haircut. I know. I follow her on social and. Oh my god, me too. She follows me too. It's like whatever, but um, yeah, it's, I know. It's, did I you ever? I don't want to say that. Out wait, loud. did you ever get back to her about nothing? Can't talk about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm actually the uh, for those that are wondering, she's she was looking for motivation for her next book, and uh, she... it's about a TikToker. Oh. 35-year-old dad of two. Uh, sorry, know. 36. <laughs> Not yet. We're, we're days away. <laughs> we're days away. We're days away. No. Uh, anyways, <laughs> that's a good question, though. It is. I, I feel like by the end, because I'm starting, like, I'm reading The Guest. You might read The Exorcist. We might have, like, a bit of a connecting book by the end I of the I think season. one that might be, like, a big one for us is when I eventually read Lord of the Rings. Ooh. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like that's going to be my cozy season Oh, trilogy? it's such a good cozy season one. Lord of the Rings is is <laughs> <laughs> it is Christmas. It is a Christmas movie. It's Christmas movies for us, or holiday movie, like winter movie, whatever. You know, it's, it's just like the month of December is Lord of the Rings time. Yeah, yeah. I've actually had an itch to watch Lord of the Rings. Should we do a little like October watch and then a little December watch? Let's just do it every month. I don't want to do that because <gasps> I don't want to. I don't wow. want to. It's never going to. I know it's never going to get. No. That okay. scene with Viggo Mortensen opening the doors and he's like <sighs> dripping wet and he's just like 110% man. Even I'm. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I'm just. <laughs> you feel it. You feel it inside. He's got good forearms. Yeah. So Lindsay, I asked Lindsay uh, the <laughs> other week, I was like, what is the most attractive thing on a guy to you? And she but it was, varies. It's no, like... you, you were straight up forearms. There was no hesitation. 
you said forearms. I don't have like the greatest like, forearms, like, and so literally the next day, veiny forearms that just look like they could, you know. The next day we were at Sport Check, and I bought one of those like pull up bars. How's that, that you, going? It's going okay. Uh, you could put in your door, so I could because I got I'm gonna work on these things because I like like I said I just like impressing you. You know, I read Share J Moss. I want to have big forearms. Just... <laughs> Sorry, wait. It sounded like you just said that you like compressing me. Did you mean impressing me? Did I say compressing? Yeah. Both are true. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. Uh, I think I've got another question here, actually. Ooh. I put it out on Instagram. I was like, we're recording an episode right now. Does anyone have questions? Um, okay, this one says, I can only buy romance and paperback and fantasies and hardcover. What about you guys? Is that just a fact, or is that just, like, a preference? I'm actually I think that's sure. a preference. That's a preference. That's interesting. That's, not, that's Honestly, though, I've never seen a Tessa Bailey book in hardcover. Is that what she means? Like, there's just not a lot of romance. That... I don't actually think that there are a lot of... Well, Emily Henry started only releasing her books in hardcover, which really sucks. Only in hardcover? Happy Place, she, Happy Place came out. I don't think you can get paperback. On it. I think we had this conversation. We and did we because I was so. It. I think there was a happy place soft cover. I think. I don't think so. I don't so. want people to yell at me, but I think. You don't think so? No, because I have all of her other books, and then I was like, "You asked me, you're like, when are you going to get happy place?" And I said, "I'm not. I don't know if I'm going to until she releases a paperback." Or I think I posted that on my socials, and then somebody messaged me and was like, "She posted she's only releasing it hardcover." Interesting choice. I wonder what the motivation is behind that. I don't know. But yeah, it's come to think of it. I feel like a majority of romance books are paperback. Yeah. And I guess like pretty much every fantasy book, you really typically can find it in hardcover. I think what a lot of authors do is they release it in a hardcover and then after a specific amount of time, which I think is usually a year, which really sucks. Then they come out yeah. with the paperback. But I'm still not sure. I'm not sure if um, if this question means like that's like wherever she lives, that's just how it is, or if she's asking like, you know, do we do we or is the, are we the same? Is the question the the preference of paperback versus hardcover? It, it's it could kind of be that, but it could also be something else. I just realized my shirt has like a specific pen slot. Oh, that's cool. Cute. But I mean, yeah, if I had the choice, if I didn't own the Lord of the Rings, and I was just buying it, and like financially it was whatever i would be buying well i did buy the hardcovers i buy the hardcovers over the soft covers yeah for sure there's just something about it it's like but i will i say want those forever reading a paperback is much more comfortable you know what i have no i'm just starting to realize i have no preference i'm trying to figure out what i like the best in physical but you books. can't break a spine on a hardcover you know people know me as the spine breaker am i really or is it all a facade I mean, I don't give a shit about spines if that's what we're talking about. I, do, I just don't care. I just think it's funny because I posted that one thing for fun. It kind of blew up. People were very passionate. That's right. I kept feeling like I was going to burp, but I didn't. I'm good. Uh, yeah, and the, it was just kind of like it was actually more funny to just see people's reactions to it and like the passion that people had for um, keeping books as uh, pristine as possible. Yep. Um, I don't give a care what people do, <laughs> but you know, I, I, when it comes to, when it comes to a soft cover, like I, I'm, I'm going to break it just for comfort, mm-hmm. you know, totally. 
<laughs> Anyways, um, so let's move on. Lindsay, we have a question for you. Oh my goodness. What book reignited your love for reading? And this is a question I ask you because you've always been a reader <laughs> since I've known you, but I think we can both fairly say that about two three years ago i took a break when i became a mom you took a break when you became a mom and then i want to say two three years ago you suddenly out of nowhere started reading 150 books a year like you just went not 150 i've never read 150 in a year. but what's your goal what's your record it's somewhere up there last year i think i read 126 i've never read 150 that's nowhere near I've read 126 <laughs> everybody's rolling their eyes right now Shut all the people up. who read 16 books a year like me. That's totally my first. Well, the first year of the Nidori Society, I have a, my own book club. The first year of that, I think I read twelve books. I'm like, just pulling your noodle. Oh, I don't have a noodle. Um, what reignited? What was there a like? Was there a book? There was that a couple. So this is. I feel it. like this is like a two part thing. So I started the book club because I had kind of. Sometimes I have these like intrusive thoughts that I kind of just share on my socials and one of them was when you watch a show by yourself and then you want to talk about that show with other people that have also watched that show I'm like we should I was like would anybody be interested in starting a book club and we hold each other accountable Mm -hmm. we read the book and then we can also discuss the book and so the first year of my book club it was actually really exciting the first book we read was where the crawdads sing by Delia Owens because it was always voted on and because it was on Instagram I was tagging the authors of the books that we were reading and Delia Owens actually chimed in for a lot of the discussions and like commented back to the other people that were reading the books and so everybody was getting really excited about it we read The Immortalist by I remember that I remember you were so excited what's her name I feel so bad now that's right so it's kind of starting a book club through your knitting. Yep. Which, by the way, guys, for those that don't know, Lindsay, um, for like her job, owns a yarn. It's a, I, I have the worst time explaining this, but I'm going to try. Oh, Chloe Benjamin. Sorry. Chloe Benjamin was yep. the author <laughs> of The Immortalist. She's also a knitter. So at the time, I was doing a yarn club that was inspired by the books that we were reading. Yeah. And she messaged me. And she had, like, we were messaging back and forth, and she was saying how much she loves knitting, and she was like, maybe I could have you come on a live, and we could talk about the book and, like, things that we're knitting on, and I was like, oh my gosh, is this real life? Um, That didn't end up panning out, which is totally fine, because I would have been a blubbering mess, but I ended up sending her yarn inspired by Little Women, and it was really exciting. Oh, gross. Um... (laughs) So I would say the book club definitely helped reignite my love of reading, but I will say one of my amazing customers gifted me a book, and I was not reading fantasy at this point, and it basically ignited my love of fantasy. I feel like this was more the question, like, at least for me. Yeah. Because you got deep, not just deep into reading, but specifically fantasy. Like, I, I feel like you read every fantasy book alive. I would, like, what year? 2021, I basically only read fantasy. And I was doing, like, the big, like, fantasy series. Like, everything was yeah. a series yeah. or a trilogy or whatever. But the first series that I read was Daughter of Smoke and Bone by Lainey Taylor. 
Um, and it's three books. So the first book is Daughter of Smoke and Bone. Then there's Days of Blood and Starlight. And then Dreams of Gods and Monsters. And I was hooked. Like, I could not put it down. I think I read all three books in, like, two weeks. And they're pretty decently sized books. Those are huge. That first one looks like... Like together, this is that's... the first one. Oh, that's the first one. And then this is the second one. The third one is always the biggest. The third is always the biggest. Why? That's why we're not having a third baby. The opposite is true for Lord <laughs> of the Rings, eh? Return of the King is the shortest. Oh, that's great. Yeah, isn't that weird? Um, so, that's amazing. Great answer. I'm stoked that you actually had an answer for that. And that's... Uh, yeah. That was so cool. I, rem- I just remember that time where, like, I wasn't reading. And you were reading so much. You know, it was just remember like, when the every friend, time I saw you, there was a book in your face. Remember when the front room was like my little reading room? Yeah. There was like a little fireplace. I had a reading chair. I had yep. my bookshelves, which are now your bookshelves. And I would just sit in that room and read. And I don't know why, but the kids would just leave me alone. If I was holding a book, <laughs> the kids would leave me alone. So it worked out in my favor. They knew. They were like, do not bug that lady when she's reading or yep. she is not going to give us gummy bears and we're going to be miserable. Gummy bears. Yeah. Um, okay, we have another question. Um, I don't know. I didn't know this was a thing, but what do we think of the new Hunger Games movie? No comment. There's a new one? Yeah. Since when? But it's not. It's a basically like a prequel. So it's like the first ever Hunger Games. Because when uh. Katniss Everdeen is in the Hunger Games, it's like, then what is it like? What is she part of? The, like the... 40th or 50th Hunger Games? I can't remember. I can't You've remember anything about that. never read the books. I just remember that scene where they're like standing on the things and they're gonna like run to grab their weapons. And the like, cornucopia? And then the uh, the music goes out and it's like completely silent and they're all running and then there's just like everybody's killing each other. It's like this is pretty gnarly. Remember that? Yes. What Hunger... What, what is it? I'm trying to figure out... Is there? A, is this just a random movie, or is this based off a book? No, there's a book. I don't remember what number of Hunger Games she goes for. But yeah, this new one is basically about how it all started. It's like the very first Hunger Games. That makes sense. Prequel, right? Yeah. Yeah. But What's-Her-Face is uh, casted for it. Who's What's-Her-Face? I don't want to say it wrong. Um, oh, it's not. Uh, oh, yeah. I guess they wouldn't use. Um, no, oh, my God. What's her name? Jennifer Lawrence. No, because this is like a prequel. This is like. Oh, she is Katniss Everdeen even in it? In no. the prequel? Oh, she's not even in the prequel. This is the very first ever Hunger Games. Oh, I guess that would make sense. Why should we. Why, yeah, she just. She's only, I think. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it's Rachel Zeke. All that matters to me is Stanley Tucci's in it. Is he the guy still? He would be like the announcer dude, but wait. Speaking of forms, yeah, oh. he might have the best. There, that's the Tooch can do no wrong. Have you ever seen him take a pizza out of the oven? Yeah. <sighs> have you God. ever seen him make a cocktail? <sighs> I'd like to see him make a cocktail for sure. Are you sure he's in it? Oh no, I, I have no idea. That's why I'm saying that's all. All that matters. No, to me he's is not he, in it. He's not in it. Oh bummer. Peter Dinklage is. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I guess we have Ooh, no real... and Jason Schwartzman. He would actually be very good for that. Jason Schwartzman. Yes. Interesting. Okay. 
but yes, I will not be reading the prequel, and I will probably not be watching the movie. All right, there's your answer. We don't care. I just... I, <laughs> I feel like the first three movies... Four movies? Because it wasn't the third movie in two parts. Um, oh, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. And um, Philip Seymour Hoffman was in it. He was in the, and then the, didn't the he, last... He, like, passed away during it or something? Am I wrong? Or, like, after? It was around that time. I think that yeah. was, like, his final movie. God, I loved him. He was so good. Okay. Um, we have another question here. What's mm-hmm. our favorite ultimate meal? What's an ultimate meal? It's just your favorite meal. Ever? Like, if, you, if you're if you sitting on a couch and someone's like, I'm going to bring you whatever you want right now. <gasps> what are you saying? I don't know what I'm saying. I'm not farting. That's my chair, by the way. Could it be a few things? You gotta pick one, babe. Could I make it like a multi-course meal? Yes. <laughs> like five courses? <laughs> you know I'm picking chicken fingers and fries. Always. You're so basic. From the beach resort. Not from that chicken place? Hilton Head Island. They're not even that good. They're my favorite. They're so basic. They're good. No. And that's what I would those are. Those are... Those are... Definitely, they have freezer burn before they're cooked. If I had a billion dollars and was one of those people that could just have food flown to me, I, that's what I would choose. I know that's crazy, but that's what I'm choosing. That's a lot of emissions that you're putting out into the the world. Do you not care about Mother Earth? Well, I'd also with my billion... I didn't say this part. With, also with my billion dollars, I would um, invent... Uh, how about with your billion dollars, sort of you cure starvation? Some sort of tube system <laughs> with air. And you can just have, like send food through the tubes, kind of like in Mario. And it just goes like across the world, just like a tunnel system. So you can how get food the, from wherever you want. How are the tubes air held up in the air? What's their support? Bamboo. Sticks. Bamboo is a pretty invasive plant. Damn sure it. I'm trying, to be, I'm trying to be as green as possible. <laughs> Anyways, okay, that's mine. What's um, yours? Oh, this is so hard. Can I be like a broad thing? Lindsay, just let's get going. You know how much I love food. <laughs> but like, could I say soup? And then it's just like you all know what types I love of about soup. You? When, uh, when a question arises, you <laughs> have so many sub questions to the question. Every time I ask you anything, I there's sub questions. I always to every try to question. find loopholes because <laughs> I, I, I. You try to find loopholes to not answer anything. <laughs> Because I'm not like, good at picking my favorite thing. You're so serious. You're like, this is this is set in stone. This there, matters. There are very few things that I am very sure about. <laughs> okay. I love you. What's your answer? Um, what is soup, Alex? <laughs> I was going to say, are you answering this like Jeopardy? Okay, you're just saying soup? Just well, soup? I was going to say soup or spaghetti. Well, what kind of soup? Any soup. No, no. Potato no. soup. Potato soup split, is your number one answer? Split pea soup, chicken noodle soup, vegetable soup, hamburger soup, any soup. You're bending in a weird way right I know. Now. You're so nervous. <laughs> can we have soup for dinner? <laughs> yeah, we can. I don't know what I was thinking with the Hunt's tomato sauce. Remember way back when? You know, that back was before like the we ragu. Back before we like knew how to make proper um 
spaghetti with like roast and doing the thing, yep, right? Yep, yep. We'd get like Hunts thick and rich Ugh. out of a can, and, and it would be like, oh, I got thick and rich tonight. You know, we'd be like so happy about it. <laughs> I don't think we were ever happy about it, but we, we were like, like this is all we know. We were like, yeah. I remember we went through a brief period of ragu too. Oh yeah, that was rough. That was rough. Uh, okay, um, I was just gonna say, what are your thoughts on like YA books and the and the classification of YA? Because you know, when I was reading The Fault in Our Stars, I was like, this book is making me cry. I'm feeling the, the things, and it's. I feel like with a lot of YA books, they're they you know you hear YA, and I'm guilty of this too. You're just kind of like, ah, oh, it's for kids. No. You know? Not 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 at all the case, is it? No, I think YA some of the deeper books is... sometimes. Isn't the YA bracket 16 to 24? And see, that's what I didn't realize. I was going to say that. Yeah, I, I thought for some reason in my head, I was like, YA is probably 13 to 17. Would have been my guess, is what I mean. I think those are, that's a different classification. I think that's youth. Oh, is that right? I think. Oh, I didn't even know that was a classification. There's like different cl- age bracket classifications. Interesting. Um, I personally like YA a lot. I've read some really great YA books. Hit us with a few of your favorites. Because um, I was just thinking, like, I remember when I was reading Looking for Alaska, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is a YA book. And I was kind of like, hmm. Hmm. And then that book is one of my favorite books. I was like, this is this is the best. I mean, I love John Green. I'm sure that's helping. John Green is just, uh, you know. Um, Sorry, I'm getting distracted here. What are some good ones? Hit me with um, your best YA. Come on and hit me with your best YA. I read... <laughs> well, I have to look it up to see if, I, if I'm, if i like, right on whether it is YA. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. Trying to find out if a book is actually YA is kind of tough, isn't it? No, it's on the bottom. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you out. Um, I really, really enjoyed the Harbinger series by Jennifer L. Armentrout. It's three books. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um. Oh my god. What else did I read that was YA? Okay, but this is the thing too. Sometimes YA books that are labeled YA should not be labeled YA. And I Ooh. read them, and I'm like, whoa, this was. Okay, hit us. What's a lot. give us one? Okay, wait. What is this one considered? Because this is another great... Yeah, okay, here's a good example, and it's also a really great movie. Okay. Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Oh. Loved the book, loved the movie. And it's a, a YA book. You didn't know it was a book, did you? I didn't know that was a book. I told you to read it. I did it. like that movie, though. Um, a good example of a YA book that I thought was a little bit spicy. Ooh was um isn't a court of thorns and roses considered ya yes yeah interesting eh? yes um although i guess it doesn't really get super spicy until the second one and i think the second one is not classified ya kingdom of the wicked by carrie maniscalco is a ya series okay there's three books i read the first two and then i saw people posting about the third book and being like this is not like it kind of like on the same level as Actar, where it kind of gets like really spicy. I don't know if this is for like a real thing or not, but I think that's when they came out with the category called new adult. Is it's kind of like that bridge between YA 
and adult fiction. Whoa. Did you hear that? <laughs> Holy mackerel. I need some Hunts thick and rich. Oh, gosh. Stop. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's yeah. lots of YA books. I know. I've picked up YA. Oh, I think Throne of Glass is also. Is it really? Is Throne of Glass the, the one that's get, is really hard for people to get into at first? That first it's, book? Is it like, like the first 30 pages are just so confusing? No, but it is a very big commitment because it's like... It, which one am I thinking of then? Mm, Crescent City. Crescent City, that's the one. People keep telling me to read Crescent City. No? Uh, I... Yeah, it was good. Ooh. <laughs> oh, it seems like there's something more there. Not your fave? Uh, no, it was good. I liked it. It is just like a lot. It's a lot of words. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot that there's so it's like a information dump that, that I feel is what I kept hearing about that, that I feel one. like yeah. there's parts where I'm like, okay, I don't like was this beneficial to know to see where the story goes, kind of thing, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, there's also like a shit ton of characters that are introduced, and you're like, who is who? Um, that is what I remember I kept hearing about that book is if you can't get past the first like 40, 50 pages or whatever, you're just, you're doomed. And it's, yeah, it's a lot of information all at once. Throne of Glass is seven books. Oh gosh. So it's like, that's like a big time commitment. And have you read all of them? Yes. And is it worth it in your opinion? Yeah, they were good. They were really good. There were some books that I was like, um. What's your least favorite Throne of Glass book? Hit us. Oh, it was... What's the one about what's his face? It's been so long. I read these in... Kel Zappiker? Oh, I want to say it was Cahill. I don't know, but it was one of the books... (laughs) It's one of the books where in the story, one of the secondary characters is like the main focal point of the book and it's like all about their... what they're enduring Mm -hmm. at the same time moment in time that other characters of the book are so i've seen people now post that you should do like a tandem read so that you're reading parts of chapters at the same time so that you know that it's all like at this because it's all happening at the same time you're just reading different books um but that book i felt like i was like oh my gosh i do not care about this character yeah that's always tough eh yeah i feel like a lot of people were feeling that way with uh stephen king's holly uh, not not a lot of people, but definitely some people. They're like, oh, I just don't really care about Holly, and he keeps releasing Holly books, and I just want something fresh. <laughs> yeah, you know, which I uh, I can understand that. Um, that's tough in the middle of an actual series, though, because you want to keep going with the series, but you got to get through a book, whole book about someone that you don't really care about. I feel like it was was it Tower of Dawn? Yes, it is. Ugh. Tower of Dawn is your least favorite. Yes, and hmm. to make it stand out even more it's 688 pages that's ridiculous so it's not like Ouch. it's like a like a short little no like novella type of book or even like 350 page what are we book. what are we talking margins like is it like like Akatar. lots of words yeah it's like actor on a page yeah like actor okay actor not too crazy is it i can't remember now you're looking at me like i'm nuts Oh, yeah, that is a little... Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot how long that book took me to read. Yep. Mist and Fury. That's because I started it and then I got sidetracked. It was one of those. 
but chapter 54 and 55. <sighs> I'll never forget. That was something. I think that was a good night for us. I don't think so, but... <laughs> Give me something. <laughs> Give me something. We've got to keep you humble. <laughs> well, this has, been a, this has been a good episode. I feel like we did more than we normally do. There's some other questions here, but I don't really understand... This one says 30 cows in a field, 28 chickens. How many didn't? <laughs> what? There's probably words missing there. Um, have you read it, ever read anything by John Irving? Cider House Rules, um, The Legend of Garp, or what's that, what's that book called? Not The Legend of Garp. The World According to Garp. No. No. I've always heard good things about those ones, but I've, I've, I have not read any John Irving. Someone was just asking if we, if we read John Irving because it's their favorite author. Hmm. Um, and the answer is no, but that'll be, that'll be on the, uh, that'll be, I mean, Cider House Rules is one of those weird ones I've been like, yeah, that is one I want to read. Yeah. That's a movie, right? Yes. I've not seen that movie. Have you? Yes. Who's it got? Is that Matt Damon? I want to say yes. And Charlize Theron? Charlize Theron. She's beautiful. She's very beautiful. You looking it up? I am. Well, I think... Uh, yes, I was right. And it. it's got Tobey Maguire and Michael Caine. Oh, yeah, Tobey Maguire. Ooh, hey, someone, and you... J.K. Simmons. Oh, no way. I like him. Ooh, and Kieran Culkin. Oh, wow. That's quite the list. Well, this is all just stuff people could Google at home, so... This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is a good uh, This is a good episode. We, I feel like we kind of just got into a bit of a chat there, but uh, we're... You know, what are we, 50 minutes? That's pretty good for us. Yeah. High five. So this has been Book Sniffers. I'm going out on a sniff of The Fault in Our Stars, I guess. I'm just going to sniff in tears, sniff in liquid. Like I'll, I'll do Daughter of Smoke and Bone. <laughs> wow. Well. The smell is built in. What does it smell like? Smoky. I thought you were going to say smoke and, and like, bone. The dirty alleyways of all around the world. I love you. <laughs> you would understand if you read the book. The dirty alleyways of all around the world. Yeah. Do they go to a lot of alleyways There's around basically the world? these doors that they can go through that are like portals that take them to other parts of the world. Oh, to like, like show up in like a different country or a different city. Or I like stuff like that. But they always like, it's always like an alleyway, like a dark alleyway. Because they have to be inconspicuous. Oh, yeah. So no one sees them. And then does it, like, happen where there's just someone that happens to be in that alleyway and they're, like, a little drunk? No. And then they're like, oh, what am I seeing? Is this real? No, it's the bad guys that are waiting. Oh, they knew the alleyways were the way. Interesting. I don't know my why my voice is getting like this. We're getting deeper. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, let's sniff. Okay. Wait, what am I sniffing? Tears. Okay, ready? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.